Thank you, listeners, for taking the time out to listen to us today here at the Lazy Train Podcast. As always, my good friend, Brady. Hello, hello. And his good friend, Cameron. Hello. Hey, hello. (laughs) And we also have a very special guest today. We'd like to thank him for taking the time to hang out with us for the whole podcast. We got him squirreled away from some European folks. He's going to sit in. It's Andrew Patterson. Andrew, say hello to the good people. Hello, everyone. He has released, basically, you can say he did this whole damn thing. He, it's Unaleska is the name of it. You call it a band or you call it your your amalgamation of talents? <laughs> um, I guess it's just like a solo project, really. I mean, I've had, like, obviously it's not just me because we'll get into that later. But yeah, it's basically a solo project. Okay. He and the, and the name is the amalgamation of human apathy. You can look it up. I was, I listened to it off of YouTube, but he's got it uh, where you can, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll jump in ahead. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, first and foremost, we want to thank the folks who've been listening. We've been getting people from Romania, Spain, France. What was the name of that town in France? We were listening to there, Brandon. Uh, so it is uh, Clichy, uh, Ile de France. They have been a steady listener, I think, for every episode. And I could see what it looks like where well, they went back and listened to all the, the past episodes they didn't listen to. We really appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's awesome that we got folks across the pond listening to us. Is Jersey Merci. City. We, yeah, we just got some friends, uh, listeners from Jersey City, Argyle, Mountain Home, Arkansas, Springfield, Missouri, along with our, 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 our regular contingent of folks in Texas and my family in Georgia and down in Vernon, and we do appreciate that. That 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 means a, a lot to us that that you take the time out to listen to us. And we we've said it before. We're really just three guys who like heavy metal music. This is this is a fun thing we do. We're not make, trying to make a living or anything like that. But the fact that you take that time out of your day, and in every, in, you know, especially this time of year, this has not been the best year and a half working on two years that the that the world has seen. As you know, so anyway. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but again, we like to thank you. Um, along those signs, Brady, you want to throw us some? Yeah, uh, I, was, I was about to say, while we're thanking people, I would also like to uh, thank and give a shout out to our uh, two patrons right now on uh, Patreon, Steve and Patrick. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for helping us keep the lights on around here. Uh, if anybody else wants to uh, support the podcast, no no pressure, but if you want to, uh, patreon.com slash the lazy train. Boom. And on or, that note, and on that note, hey, I get in the Discord. Get in the Discord. That's what I was going to say, you guys. I was yeah, reading your mind, Clyde. Nah, you crazy bastard. We, we've got, got the me. Discord up and running. We're, we've been having some fun, um, posting all sorts of, uh, you know, discussions and music. And, um, you know, we really want to turn it into a really fun place to hang out. So, uh, again, get in the Discord. We even yeah. had a Boy George reference in there, which is not heavy metal at all right. still, boy fucking george i mean come on but yeah you can you can find the link for all of this stuff at the at the top click the icon join the discord go, go to patreon if, if you're so generous and find the facebook find the twitter follow us there it's all good and tell your friends please sure <laughs> please please tell say your it. fucking friends and from the man himself, he literally dropped an F bomb for you to tell your gosh damn friends to listen to our podcast. Tell your freaking friends. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Clutch. You just say gosh damn. I said gosh damn. I, didn't I, know. I, I just make sure. Right? Yeah, I know. It's you know. I think it's from the from from my old 
Bible school days or something. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, but you know, we you can say that you can say fuck on here. I, I check the little <laughs> box when I produce it that says there is adult content, which I, I guess you consider the f bomb a adult content. There's no sex. <laughs> no, well, I don't know what's going on behind those guys' microphones, but no, well, well, in that case, let me let me say, get in the fucking Discord. You can't say anyway. it any clearer, people. You can't say it any clearer. Um. Yeah, today's today's gonna be a little bit different because we do have Andrew here. We're gonna he's gonna be part of the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump around a little bit more than we usually do. I know I know you people are saying you don't jump around already, but we usually have two or three little segments or I think they call it bits in the podcast. Is that what they call it? I'm so what I'm calling it. So fuck it. Yeah, we'll close enough. It, we'll call it bits. Um, we normally we, we talk about different few different things and we basically have a subject of the day. Well, subject of the day was gonna be Andrew. So there we go. Um, we have been talking about concerts. So we, we, we mentioned a few episodes back about some of the concerts. A lot of the concerts were starting to come back, mainly because, you know, COVID starting to, 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 to not be as life changing as it is. Um, and who were some of the ones we were talking about earlier, folks? Uh, well, I know Andrew mentioned something about uh, Black Dahlia Murder. Um, who else was on that tour? I'm trying to find it. Um, but Bla- here, I got you. It's Black Dahlia, uh, Carnifex, uh, After the Burial. Uh, it's a pretty stacked lineup. There's yeah, a couple that, other bands, too. That's, um, that's definitely stacked. Black Crown Initiate, you mentioned. Um, yeah, here. So we got the Black Dahlia Murder, After the Burial, Carnifex, Rivers and Nile. Um, all a gas monkey. Oh, rivers! Oh man, they're so good. Uh, rivers, rivers is so damn good. They got man, new stuff I haven't heard the Nile in years. Oh yeah, then Black Crown Initiate and Fury Archaic also announced the tour as well. Black Crown Initiate is so. I mean, I, I feel like they're underrated. I think they're really good. Every band on that lineup is massively underrated. Dude, and, and, and Fury is and, fantastic. That, is that how I'm thinking of? They got. Uh, let me look them up real quick. And Fury, yep, yep, they got that giant monster on the cover of their albums. Like, that's one of those bands where the, the cover art really just exemplifies the music, and it, it's really cool. I love when bands do that. There's another one. Um, those guys, uh, Runescart, who we're big friends of, they put a mention on their Facebook for a Skunk Fest in Austin. Looks like it's going to be... Ooh. August. Hmm. Well, I can't tell by this. Looks like it says August. San Antonio. Oh, okay. We have physical for sales next week for our first weekend in San Antonio, eight twenty one, and then the following Austin shows, eight twenty six and eight twenty seven. So there you go. You, you can get Scott down there. Go check it out. Yeah, Friends of the podcast, Runescart. There you go. They're good. They're I, we love those guys. Uh, you know, they're going to hopefully. That friend of mine. Is going to be doing that record show, the North Texas record show next or in in, in September. And if everything works out, uh, we'll be doing a live broadcast from there, from the actual two day event. And they're trying to get Runescar to do a concert from my venue there as well. Uh, I think it's I can't remember if it's on Friday night or Saturday night. So that's going to be kind of cool. But that's coming up in the near future. And we're going to have Mark on here. And he's going to talk about some of the vendors there, some of the things I went I popped by there last year. And if you're uh, uh, music or vinyl or memorabilia or ephemeral fan. It literally had everything there. I mean, there was milk crates, thousands upon thousands of vinyl. There was CDs there and there was posters. There was all kind of cool stuff. And I got there later in the afternoon. So 
but we'll have more on that one. Any, anybody else popping up there that? Well, one thing I noticed um, is Deftones and Gojira rescheduled their tour for 2022 um, because uncertainty with COVID and all that good stuff, um, which is unfortunate. It sucks that, you know, shit's still getting pushed back and we're not quite out of the woods as much as we thought, at least in, in as far as concerts are concerned. But other than yeah. that, I think most concerts are still kind of, Stay, staying steady with the, the dates, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of get pushed or canceled or whatever. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, definitely keep an eye out. There's probably going to be some more of that, at least until, uh, you know, things calm down. Yeah, yeah. I give it a year. Or so, I mean, even with vaccines of into play, I think a lot of people are going to just be really careful for the next little while, regardless. Yeah. Yep. And that is unfortunate, but you know, and one thing, well, I guess while we're on the topic, um, Andrew, I know that a, a lot of what you did with this this project, this album, was from all the downtime due to the the, the virus. And I, is there anything you want to bring up about that? Like, what, what was it like kind of going through all this while writing an album? It was more the um, other way around, actually. It was like, oh, I'm doing literally fucking nothing, and I'm stuck in my house, and um, I need something to do before I go ahead and just uh, go to Home Depot and buy some rope. So um, <laughs> I just, I, I, I've been a vocalist primarily um, for the long time, but I've always kind of played guitar um, over the last decade or so. But it's just one of those things that I always have taken the back burner because the vocal thing has, I guess, brought me more um, fruitful ventures than anything else has um but now i mean all this free time and stuff um i just got back from a tour within hellfall with which was the band i was in before this i just had to take on this project but now basically all this idle time and stuff kind of made me start thinking about some stuff and making me reconsider things um just with like the the, the state of the world and just like me just having so much extra time to sit around because i i basically got home from this tour on a Sunday that following Monday, I picked up a laptop from work and started working from home. And then like, uh, my apartment was falling apart. Uh, like our lights went to work and they're like, Oh, since COVID's a thing, it's not an emergency. We're not going to fucking fix it. So I'm uh, stuck in this dark ass apartment, just working oh, off this laptop. And, um, yeah. So it was basically one of those things where it's like, all right, buddy, it's either you're going to, you're going to sink or you're going to swim. And I'm like, all right, so let's figure out what we're going to do here. And, uh, yeah, no, it kind of just, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of music. I've played and listened to music all my life, you know, thanks to my dad and stuff kind of growing me up on it. And uh, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, I'll stick to what I know best. And uh, that's what did the trick in terms of kind of pulling me out of the uh, out of the deep. So we'll call it. Um, and uh, that's really kind of all how all that came together. I uh, I said, yeah, uh, got got financing stuff through my Sweetwater card, yolled a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool, bro. You got it. You got it. You got to keep swimming here. You can't drop off. So I just, yeah. bought, I just bought some shit, mm -hmm. learned how to record myself. I had a buddy who was offered to mix master and everything for me. Um, that's my buddy, Anthony DiGiacomo. So if you like the production and you're a musician, hit him up. Um, but yeah, yeah, basically that, that, in short, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's either you sink or you swim or you just like suffer through the shit. But like, I mean, you can't just sit there and wallow in it unless you want to sink deeper. So I, that's, that was just my means of getting out. So in turn, sure. I kind of right. just figured out how to uh, keep on going with, with music. And that's kind of what inspired the whole project. And then that's kind of like just kind of become my, my only thing that I do anymore, aside from just the daily yeah. job. But uh, yeah. So how but, long from the when you said, I'm going to do this, 
until you had your finished product, which has been out how many days now? Okay, so the, album, right now, right? the album came out um, a week ago yesterday. Um, to give you some perspective, I had written the very first song for that album, which was Main Character Complex, in February. I went on this last tour in March, the very beginning of March. And then basically from when I got back until um, like June, like the last week in June is when I wrote the whole album. Mixing it and mastering it and everything else and getting the videos for it took like July till November. So basically July. So honestly, like it, it wrote itself pretty quick just because the sheer amount of time I had at home. Sure. That's um, all the other behind the scenes stuff, like trying to mix and master, trying to produce. Um, for example, I'm working with Trevor Scott um, from Hunt the Dinosaur and the band Bro Job. <laughs> and uh, he's been, he's doing all my drums for me. Um, so shout out to him as well. Cause those yeah. drums like huge difference, having an actual drummer do your drums for you. Right. How was collaborating with Trevor, by the way, how was that, was that easy oh, or oh, very how easy? Very okay. easy because um, in a band we were in Lunaform together, right? And uh, that's an old band that we had in uh, 2017, 2018, and uh, we had obviously worked together from then. And we've had a, a long-standing friendship at this point. I met him early in 2016. I figured it was the, probably an easy choice to go with him. Oh, absolutely, it was very easy. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, so just just for some perspective, how I write my music is I find the BPM of like I, I'm basically dicking off on a guitar. I have a semblance of a riff. I figure out the BPM and I literally write to the click track. I don't set up drums or anything. I send this whack ass, probably offbeat guitar to Trevor. I think of it as like a sketch. Like I'm sketching out the like like the initial like what I want to do, right? I send it up to yeah. him, he fills in the blanks, then I go and I start really, really carving at the marble, you know? That's like, sure. That's that's, that's huh. my approach. But um no, it's super easy. I just give him some simple notes and he takes it and does like things I would have never fucking thought of. Cause that's that's like the one big thing that I struggle with whenever I write my own music is is whenever trying to think of the drums because I'm not a drummer I I'm probably the least rhythmic guitar player on the planet um, so like like that stuff doesn't come naturally to me and like you know you and I have known each other for what ten years eleven years at this point yeah ten or eleven um, so so like we've both kind of grown as musicians and and just seeing how far that you've like, I would say the, the growth that you've shown with this album, especially with your guitar playing and your singing as well. Like, like just, just all fronts as a musician, you have just soared. Like it's so cool. It's so cool seeing that. Like I, I tell all like, everyone that'll listen i'm like dude listen to what my friend made this is so cool yeah he did and, i mean he sent it to us i can't remember if if you said hey yeah my, my my buddy andrew wants to be on the podcast or you say hey i'm gonna i can't remember how that came about but i think we had talked about it before i, I want to say before you even said you finished it i, I can't remember now it's I yeah i think during, like, closer to the inception of the podcast cameron had brought it up because obviously like regardless i i enjoy metal music i enjoy talking about metal music so it was kind of like a no-brainer for me to do it but of course having an album in my hands kind of makes something you know even more so to talk about sure oh, yeah that's and, and what what when you when you listen to not the stuff you make who is your i hate to say influences because i think my personal belief is we're all everything is influenced one way or the other whether it's a positive or a negative but who did you listen to what was your metal roots of 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 listening is the way i guess i want to say 
Okay, so based on the question, there's like a couple different ways I can answer it because like my influences and what I listen to on a daily are like huge different things. Like for example, like my daily listens is like Run the Jewels, The Midnight, MF Doom, um, like not metal at all. Oh, and fantastic. I think, I think honestly, I kind of think that helps me keep a fresh mind about how I write stuff. But if we are going to talk about like direct metal influences, I would say uh, Fifth Fair Autopsy, Lamb of God, Shokron, um mastodon for sure oh sure yeah. um yeah, yeah I, 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 like there's there's actually quite a few moments in that album that it just sprinkled the mastodon all over that shit i don't know if, if y'all could pick it up but like, like I, yeah, crack, I, I had that thought <laughs> like crack the sky is one of my favorite albums of all time so yeah um, but no definitely like bands like that so it's like kind of in that like metalcore deathcore range kind of like genty uh but also at the same time like i feel like that album kind of picked up on a lot of like influences from my past like for example the eighth song on the album overcoming it honestly just feels like trivium worship to me and i have no problem saying that um it just feels it just feels like something like trivium would have wrote in like i don't know that's i think it's sure. kind of the, the beauty of it is that i kind of it's even though it's kind of like a play on the album name it's literally like an amalgamation of my influences throughout the years and i really like mm-hmm. that and, and you know because I, I know you as a person so i know like all these influences that you're talking about and i can i can kind of see like i can kind of pick apart like little little pieces of like oh i could see where he where he was influenced from from this band or that band but really like you you didn't you didn't make a deathcore album or a metalcore album or a gent album. You made a, an album of your own design, and it, it's it's really impressive. Like it's not just one thing. Yeah, and, the, the, that was actually leading the question I, I was going to ask. So, um, when when you sat down to write this album, like, did you have any kind of direction in mind of like what you wanted it to sound like, or like, you know, oh, I want this to sound like metalcore. I want this song to sound trivium, or did you just kind of let it take you there? So um, I can basically sum it up the way I've talked to other people about it. And it's basically that this this album is kind of just like musical masturbation, like quite frankly. Um, and I, I mean, I mean here's awesome. the deal. It's one of those things where it's like, you know how if you go home and you sit at your computer desk for a wink? It's kind of like that. But like I'm sitting down with a guitar and like the DAWs open and I'm just sure. like, I'm just fucking off until something happens. Uh, like, so, so the only. So, That's awesome. There's a couple exceptions. Um, like so Crimson and the Martyrs song three mm-hmm. i think everything up until the chorus i actually had written in 2015 um when me and my buddy tommy and ron tried recreating this band we had in the past called cycle Saren. it was kind of a failed attempt at it but like the whole minute or minute or so that i had of that song like i never had a, never ended up having like a, a, a purpose for so whenever i sat down with this project like the tuning i was in wasn't really far from what we were doing so i just recorded it and then we would record the rest of it. So it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. No, that's, 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 that's cool though. Oh man. Cyclist, sir. That yeah, takes no, me back. Like, yeah, <laughs> so, so like, even like on this newer stuff I'm writing, there's like a riff from like 2013 that I have that I'm finally getting to use. Dude, that's, that's cool though. Like I, I have riffs like that too. Whenever I eventually freaking get back on the, the music writing train that like, you know, I've got a bunch of old shit that I, I, I yeah, should man. release. <laughs> I mean, but, we, we literally bought album art that you didn't use. Oh my God. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for that. Um, do you still have that? I probably have it in my Dropbox. Oh man. 
Well, it looks like I'm going to have to write an album now. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, but... you really should. Why well, not? Yeah, I mean, you know, just to let you know. Lazy Tree be... presents Cameron's album. <laughs> there you go. The curve that you will be graded on, I'm just letting you know right now, it will be fucking immense. I mean, we're talking next level, but go for it. Yeah. You, you were already writing stuff. I'm, I'm, no matter how good something I would write, I would still get shit from you, Clyde. I, I know it. Well, I know I it. Need to keep you, <laughs> I need to keep you grounded. So, you know, later on in life when you're when you're big and, you know, and you can say, you know, there's this asshole that I used to work with back in the day that we did that shitty podcast with. That guy gave me a whole bunch of shit. But he's the reason why I'm here now. Thanks, Shoes McKenzie. And nobody <laughs> knows my real name. That'll be so fucked up. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. So, um, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just, you know, in, in, and I'm sitting here looking at all this stuff, and uh, you know, and 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 this, I, I can't as a non musician or artist, depending on your flavor. I don't, and I mention this every time we talk to to a person with talent. Again, something I don't have. Uh, it's it just the, the sheer ability to do all these different things, and. and it blows me away, and I'm always in awe. My, I had an uncle, Vietnam veteran. Uh, he, he could play guitar. And, I mean, he was just – I mean, he would just sit there and just pick that thing, and it just blew my mind. I just remember being six or seven, and he was – I think he came back – I, I don't remember the age, but I remember him just – and I can't remember – I just remember him playing that guitar, and he, he, could, he could mimic anything. And I was just in awe of that. And I probably bought 10 guitars over my lifetime. And I just don't have it. And it, and it when people create things like this, and it's created, you can say what you want. You created this whole thing. This is, And I said it when we were talking before we got started. This is here forever. Now we can say that this is here forever. I mean, does it, do you, do you, you might not be one of those guys. I think I would step back and go, motherfucker, this is mine. You might not be that guy, but I, I mean, is it, I, I don't know if that's even a question so much more. Is it as a statement? I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, I, I, again, I, I don't want to sound like, a, I don't know, like a, I don't know, a Bieber fan or something. And I'm not, I'm just a fan of, I'm a fan of creation. I mean, when you put this stuff together, is this a, you know, I, you probably weren't thinking, you know, that idiot, the podcast is going to be like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. But I mean, does, when you put these things together, I mean, it was it was it was it like, a, I don't even know that I don't even I can't. Again, I went to college in Arkansas, folks. So sometimes <laughs> phrases escape me. But when you put all this stuff together, was it was it, was it, uh, it was it a piecemeal kind of, a, I know you said you had lines and riffs from, from different times and you know, from back in the day or whatever the case may be. When you started creating this thing, was did it just all kind of flow once you got the pieces put together? Did you, I mean, how did, I mean, how did, I don't even know how the fuck you do this. Um, I'll try to answer how I think you're asking it. It's one of those okay. things where it's like, yeah, because obviously um, I sat down and started writing as soon as I had all my stuff back together, like gear wise, and um, it kind of just built momentum over time. And as it happened, I had more and more of a vision of what I was going to do, because really, like I didn't plan on doing an album. I was thinking, oh, I'll just put like two or three songs together and call it a DP. But then like song after song after song kept happening. I, I, I had quite a few songs left over afterwards that I didn't use or just wasn't going to was not going to use for this album. But it's just one of those things where it's like after I got a better idea of what things were going to maybe be like. And that's hard to do, I guess, when it's kind of like a, a bigger span of um, subgenres that you're kind of going over like that album does. But 
I don't know, just somehow along the way, it was decided in my my little brain that that album would flow the way it did. And to be honest, I would say all but four of those songs um, are in the order that I wrote them. That's badass. Um, in fact, if you flip the first two, that's the order I wrote those. And then everything else is almost in the same order. Sans, like, two of them. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's almost like the album flows in the way that they were written. So did you did you have a, a riff from your guitar and then put words to it, or did you already have the words? Did you already have what you wanted to say? Um, there then, was. Oh, sorry. And, go, go. No, on. no, no. And, no, you, you, you're fine. You're fine. You got what I was going with that. So yeah. Yeah. So um, so I ended up actually. It's like a yes and no. So on three of the songs, I actually had a previous like like a deathcore EP that I was doing with this other guy, um, but that fell apart for X, Y, and Z reason. Long story. And, um, well, I'm not a guy that likes to waste lyrical ideas, especially if there's like a long cohesion, like basically a song. So sure. three of the songs, I actually took lyrics from that and just kind of put over and then rephrased in a way that would still complement the song. And then I took, you know, I omitted certain words to make it flow better, but no, everything else it was written. Um, my, my, my pecking order is I write guitar. I like, I scratch track it, send it to the drummer, get that back, record it to the drums, do the vocals, set up the bass, do like the post effects, the synth, whatever I'm going to do. And then that goes off to mixing and mastering. That's kind of like the order of things. But no, to answer your question, generally lyrics come after. Now, while I'm recording a song on guitar, you know, sometimes maybe I'll have ideas like how my lyrics usually come up. I don't, I don't, I don't usually listen to a song and be like, okay, this is what it's going to be about. It'll be one of those things where I'm listening to the song like religiously that day and I'm trying to draft lyrics. And what will happen is like one of the parts I will have this like cadence or this melody and I'll like record me just literally saying nonsense. But every once in a while, that nonsense has a word or two that actually kind of like goes with everything. And you kind of okay. like, you kind of like slowly, like, it's like, it's like um, finishing a puzzle that you don't know what the end, end result looks like, if that makes sense. Sure. And that's kind of like how I, how I do all that stuff is that it's just, you know, you kind of slowly have to uncover the words around it. Like, honestly, I don't, like, I don't start at the beginning. I just kind of start wherever the fuck my mind feels like it's going to get the most out of it. Like, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense, like I think, I think a lot Absolutely. of people, for a lot of people, it probably makes sense that we'll start writing your lyrics at the beginning of a song because you want it to flow and make sense. But for me, it's like work with what comes easiest, then build around it. Sure. I've always, because I mean, I've, I, I'm sure every artist is different, and I've, you know, no I've seen some, and I'm one. I can't remember who, who I went to a con. And I, I, I want to say it was Godsmack, but he said something about you know we were we were in a bar, you know, doing whatever, kicking back after a concert, and the lyrics of this song came to me, and I got the whole. I wrote it on the back of a napkin right then and there. You know, you've heard that whole that thing's been done I'm oh yeah, that's me that's me but my iphone notes wait a minute uh, clyde, there you go what clyde did, i've never wrote a song on the back of an, um, a napkin i guarantee them to you what? clyde did, did you say something about godsmack I, I i did did you happen to stand alone whenever you okay let's not let's not get into this now i can mute you i can <laughs> mute you this for way too long let's <laughs> mute you like a bitch my friend no, that's, that's um so andrew when, when you're um i i know like obviously this album a lot of your stuff you said you just kind of like make up on the fly as you go um do you ever have like a I guess like, like a specific emotion or something in my, or I mean, do you literally just fuck around until it sounds good? 
Um, I would say because we're talking like just like the songwriting in general, or or like like this album. Because I know you said this album's you know was was kind of a a lot more uh, Frankenstein uh, together. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I would say it's all organic. I wouldn't call it so much Frankensteining that I would just because um, I guess when, when I think of that, I I think of like just like the big just coming together of all these different sounds, different like oh, sub yeah, yeah. to make like one big thing. Um, but um, I'm, I'm sorry, can I ask me that again? I might have I might have misunderstood the question. Yeah, no, no, I because I, I you were talking about on this one, like you you said you kind of sat down and you just kind of fucked around until you had something, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. then kind of built from there. I was like, I, I was wondering if there were any of the songs that like you kind of had like a feeling going into where you're like, man, this is this is driving it this way, or you know, like like I, I guess that that's kind of what what I was saying. Every song, or is this the? Is oh, this the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one that came together that way, I would say, was the fourth one, like Chasing Phantoms. Like that one just fucking spilled out. And I knew exactly like how like just based on like because the first part I had was just that little chord intro. Like if, if you know the mm-hmm. song, it starts with the, the clean vocals. Yeah. It's like the chords. I just had that. And I'm like, OK, out the gate. This this encompasses such like a specific vibe. And I, I, I would know it for like that kind of stuff. But a lot of it, like, honestly, like. I literally just like dance my fingers around until it sounds good. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Is this like in a key? Is this a tonal? Is this chromatic? Like what's going on with this? Okay. So it's like, I don't know. It's just at the end of the day, it's like, I write a riff without really placing its intention. Cause I feel like if you give it intention without it showing its own intention via the riff, mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of just put it in a box. Sure. And that's just one of the things I do try to avoid, uh, especially with this project. Cause you know, it's like, obviously it's like, it is a little bit of just me wearing my influences on a sleeve. And some of it definitely is more of one thing than it is the other, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, changing gears a little bit, um, Andrew, whenever, you know, I, I know you were in several bands before this, um, what would you say, like, like what, how did you get your start in music? Actually? I don't even think I, I know the, the, the very beginning. I know a lot of the, the, the first bands you were in and, and whatnot, but like, how did you get started like from the very beginning? Um, so if you want to go super back, um, I think this all stems to the time that my dad took me to CD warehouse and he was looking for some Led Zeppelin CDs. And I stumbled upon the impossibility of reason by Chimera. And I was in fifth grade, mind you. So me hearing that album was just like, what the fuck? What is this? Like, my, I asked my dad if we could buy it. I had no idea what the fuck it was. He's like, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. And nice. um, it was just that album was one of my first entries into metal. And of course, my dad's always played music. He's, he's had a guitar in front of him, like, as far as I can remember. Um, but no, I, I like, it's kind of funny because I didn't really like, pursue the whole band thing or music until an old friend of ours um you obviously you know him cameron daniel manrique he, oh yeah, um, yeah 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 you were you're an he, obelisk right yeah he randomly uh he, he hit me up one day and it was like can you do vocals and i'm like i don't know i've never tried doing vocals and um you know i i fucked around with it for a week and then i went over there to hang out with him uh david and neil and um whatever I did um, in hindsight was obviously garbage, but at the time, like it was enough for them to like it and enough for me to have people to jam with. And that kind of started things off. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of crazy um, how that actually all came up. But yeah, we know we named that band obelisk because of obelisk, the tormentor from Yu-Gi-Oh. And it's actually funny because to this day, I have the same obelisk, the tormentor Yu-Gi-Oh card in my wallet as kind yeah, of like, a, remember it's, that. It's, it's, uh, it's like, so cool. It's kind of like a remember where you came from kind of thing. Kind of keep myself grounded in a way. Sure. Like, yeah. it, it, plus, it's just funny because it's just like, hey, look at this random fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card I have in my wallet. <laughs> I, I remember 
<laughs> well, that's 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 awesome. I remember um, the the first show that I saw you at, like, was it was there? There was like ten bands. It was at uh, what was it? Dad's venue in Louisville. I yeah, think that's I think what it was. It was, called. Uh, it was y'all and Wake the Dreamless. It was Obelisk. Um, and then it was me in Leviathan's Grace. And Cyclosarin was, was there. Yeah. Then I think um, there was there was uh, honestly that was a uh, 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 there was, was a like, local show. Dude, there was like ten bands. I think uh, Giant of the Mountain, which they're still going yep, strong. They were actually. There. Yeah, they're they're really good. I, that's that's when I found them, and I was and I've still I still listen to them to this day. They're they're awesome. Um, no, but I I remember like that was the first time. Um, I met you and I oh, remember- okay so hey story time story time Brady Clyde you gotta know how much of a fucking dork this kid is alright he bamboozled an entire venue into believing he was British <laughs> dead ass he introduced himself to me in a British accent I made nothing of it because whenever I saw his name on Facebook I'm like Cameron Grantham that sounds kind of UK-ish like whatever and so yeah he had like everyone fooled for a whole night that he actually had a British accent like no, no one fucking questioned it once and then that he was so great and then I remember like hearing him talk like I, I don't even think it was the same night and I heard you later and I'm like wait what the fuck he isn't british holy that's, shit that's called cultural I, appropriation canceled all right, all right let's let's hear the british accent uh no it's not as good anymore nope. I've, been, I've been too far away from the motherland so you, you you go ahead cameron we'll sit here under this motherfucker until you we'll, say it. we'll wait no i'm good Uh, um no i what i was gonna say is i remember uh this is what's called avoiding the subject you're gonna hear my pickup truck fire up here in a minute and in about seven minutes you're gonna hear me knocking on your door i don't look i don't want our overseas listeners to get embarrassed okay they're not the the brits the brits haven't listened for a while the french don't like the british you got romania doesn't care what the hell they say and our guy our folks from spain they probably don't give a shit about that either so go for it i literally can't do it (laughs) weak you can't or you won't I yes, it's the latter. It's the latter. I, I, I will say this, Cam. You're a bloody disappointment. Oh, good. He's a bloody disappointment. Oh, now you guys are doing it. Come on now. Because you know we can. Because we it's not that bloody hard, now, is it? Yeah, we ripped you apart and was our Scottish accents that last time we played that game. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of accents, right? Yeah, we don't want, we don't want to get into that right now because that'll oh, be the whole thing. God, God that was that – was, that, if I'd have just had more alcohol, I'd still be there screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um no, but what I was gonna say, Andrew, um But not in a British. Yeah, sorry accent. for derailing that whole thing. No, 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 that was funny. It gave them some ammunition. That's fine. Um <laughs> I guess we don't need any more for sure. Yeah. Um no, um there was I remember from that night, like I don't remember much from that band that you were in, but I remember you guys did like a really badass cover of like a Lamb of God song, I think. What, yeah, later S. Late, was it later rest? Okay, that was cool. Yeah, because basically, I just you know worship the ground that Randy Bly walks on since day one. I, I remember I, I hadn't listened to Lamb of God that much before that, and I was like, "Wow, he sounds a lot like Randy Bly." <laughs> you know what's a, a crazy about Lamb of God is I've heard them, and it was like, you know, they're great, they're okay. 
I said, great. I got it. They were like, oh, okay, they're a good band. Until I saw them in concert with Slayer a few years ago in Oklahoma City. The energy, and, dude. Yes. That was, I mean, it just, and I've seen them twice. They Both times I've seen them with Slayer. And I'm they're there with, uh, I'm going to see them with Megadeth in August. They're going to be with them as well. But I was like, fuck, this is so good. And, and I thought the same thing about, um, about Rob Zombie. You know, I listened to his music. I was like, okay, this is good until I saw him in concert. And that son of a bitch ran for an hour and a half wearing what looked like 25 pound boots on each foot. And, and we've mentioned this before about how, you know, I'm seeing a band or you know, in concert will change your perception of the artist as a whole. And, 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 and Lamb of God was perfect example of that. And now every, if I get a chance to see him, I'm going to watch those guys just because I know that they're going to put on a hell of a show. Sure. I remember um, another example of that is uh, there was a summer slaughter. Andrew, you might've gone, gone to this one. It had periphery, Bale Amaya, cannibal corpses headlining. It was like 2014 or something like that. And our I, think mutual- I missed that one actually. Really? Well, so, well, our mutual friend, Alex, he, um, he was there to see all the other bands. And, and at the time he was like, you know, not into cannibal corpse, anything like that. And, and I had to force him to listen. I was like, look, no, you're going to watch this show. And I remember after the first song, he turned to me and was like, this is actually pretty damn good. Like that. If you haven't seen cannibal corpse live, like no matter what you think of them, it's an experience. And that's, what's really cool about metal is like, and look, I'll be honest. I don't really like going to concerts, but when I'm there and, I, and it's a good band and it's, and it, even if it's someone that I don't really listen to that much, uh, you will find new things to like about the music. Cause you're, you're, you're there for the experience. Right. And I mean, you if know, you force yourself to expose yourself to anything new, I think you will like it if you just open yourself to it. But most people just don't know how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't and really like going to concerts? I mean, seriously? Not really. I don't either, to be honest. I mean, yeah, say it, same here. See, I, I fucking love concerts. And it may be because I, you know, I grew up in the deep south and there was nobody coming till Sylvester, Georgia to perform in the 70s and early 80s. Like literally there's no place for them to go. So maybe I mean I didn't grow up with it. I I grew up there was I had to drive if I wanted to go to a concert, I drove to Atlanta. It wasn't till later on that the town next to mine in Albany, we had a civic center and folks like 38 Special and Loverboy and and and, 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 and I think uh I want not journey, but foreigner, you know, anyway, so they started coming there in the, in the, in the early, I joined the army in 84. So right up until 84 and 85 was when I moved away. So maybe it's because I didn't have the opportunity. I, I don't know, but now, sure. I, I mean, I, I, I go, I mean, you know, Brady knows I, I go, I've got lined up three or four already for the summer and just, just up until August. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that, that, just sitting there and, and, and listening and feeling and watching the people and, you know, the whole thing and, you know, and having a beer, and, you know, and listening to Amon Amarth play. And, and, and it's just, I don't know. It's uh, it, every, I know everybody's different, but yeah, I, 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 go I, know, like, I love it. Yeah. Like personally, like I don't, I don't hate concerts. Like I've always enjoyed, like anytime I go to one, I have fun. It's just, I, I'm not a big crowds person personally. And so, yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that just, that's just me. I, I get why people enjoy concerts. 
for sure. Oh yeah. Yep. And I like watching live shows like live stuff on YouTube. Um, I've, t- I've talked about it a couple times and, uh, but, but Romstein put on a great show. Like I, I would actually, it, one play, one, one band I would really like to see live is Romstein and they're not even like one of my favorite bands, not even like one of my top 10, but they just look so fun live. It's like, an, it's an experience. They put on a true oh, yeah. like, performance, a true yeah. show, like, like, like theater almost in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, like you don't even have to really like the music all that much just to enjoy the concert. Um, Maybe the one reason why I want to go see tool. Cause their shows uh, look fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Um, on the note of, of concerts and, and kind of like what, what we're talking about, Andrew, um, I think, I think we try to ask everybody this, but what are, uh, you know, dead or alive, any of that stuff, uh, dream, dream lineup for a concert. Dream lineup. Um, yeah, we picked five bands, but four or five bands, well, a few episodes back, we all said, what would be our, what would be our dream concert? If, if we had the opportunity, whether, you know, they passed away or whatever the case did not fucking matter. Um, okay. Uh, slice the cake. Shokron, the Dolly Federing concept, Kadinja and Periphery. Boom. That that is such an Andrew lineup. I'm just didn't even need to think about it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, okay, only reason why it was so easy is because I was like, okay, for this to be realistic in any capacity, it would have to be put in a box. So I found my box, which if you know what my box is, it's fucking gent because I'm I'm a nerd. Okay, um, fair. So fair. so it's like if I was taking myself outside of that box, it would be like a mishmash of a bunch of shit um, because honestly like i think if i put together my favorite concert or like my dream concert it wouldn't even be the metal bands it would be like metal adjacent sure. like maybe it maybe it'd be like uh agent fresco leprous vola oh that'd be so good brain akindo when that tour comes around we're going yeah no any of those bands <laughs> like i don't know like denmark and like iceland like that whole like that whole region has some sick music coming out right now. Like oh, yeah. another, another band that I would like put, put maybe put in that lineup, um, cold night for alligators. If you like, like prog rock, but like almost like Genty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they got these, these two new singles out and they're so fucking good. That's the one you sent me. Just, I haven't had a chance to yeah, listen to I sent it. you the song nostalgic by cold night for alligators. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're from Copenhagen. It's so good. You sent me one of, I did listen to one of them a couple weeks ago that you sent me. I liked that one a lot. So is, yeah. it, is it kind of in the same? No, this one's actually like eight string riffy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, cause whenever I sent you that other single, it's like this, this reminds me a lot of agent Fresco, which is why I liked it so much. Cause Destrier is probably my favorite oh, album dude, of all yeah. time. Agent Fresco is really good. They're not a when... metal band by any means. I would say like they're the opposite of metal, but dude, Destrier is probably the one of the most beautiful albums I've ever heard. Don't they, um, isn't, isn't the singer also in Leprous? Is that, or am I no, no. similar? Those bands are basically cousins though, but no, the very, very similar. I think, um, cause yeah, no, because the band's from Iceland, but he's from Denmark. Oh, okay. Um, but no, um, Leprous, Enar's, if there's, yeah, Enar's from Leprous, or Einar, I don't know how to say his name, and then Arner is in uh, Age of Fresco, and they're two different people. They have, like, similar names, too. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Damn Europeans. <laughs> we hey, love you. Hey, we hey, have hey, names hey. like Charlie and Mark, bro. <laughs> As, as someone who is pretending to be one cam, I think you should probably not. Thank you. Oh, come yes. on. No. Yeah, yeah, f- freaking sweetaboo over here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a sweetaboo. All right, folks. Has anybody got anything else they want to ask 
are very esteemed. Very yeah. esteemed. That doesn't sound right. All right. Well, very uh, just a basic question. Hey, wait, I'm wor- hey, wait, I'm working through this. Ooh, oh. um, Sassy. Our esteemed guest. Our very esteemed guest. You know what? If you got about anything they want to ask Andrew. Cameron, now you can now go. you can talk. Oh, okay. Jesus. All right. The fucking child. God damn it. This is not an interesting question, Andrew. You doing all right? Uh, I'm vibing. Cool. I'm getting by. Well, there you go. You know that's Good. not a bad question, honestly. It that really is isn't. I mean, honestly, like, at, at its core, sometimes you just got to ask someone how they're doing. I tell Absolutely. people I, every time I, I, I hang up, well, we all three of us work together and we're on the phone, all, literally what we get paid to do. And I tell everybody, be safe. And that's just not a. Yeah, same here, dude. It's I, just I, not throwing them. I mean, I literally I mean, now, you know, with, with obvious what's going mm-hmm. on with COVID and stuff like that. I mean, the world is a dangerous fucking place. And I think the last year and a half not just you know disease wise but politically speaking i mean there's a lot of crazy shit out there and you really oh absolutely you know be safe is not just verbiage you know i mean it's one of those things it's just you're just telling your homies hey be safe be smart be cognizant you're just making sure that they are aware of their surroundings and they're going to take care of themselves you know yeah, mm-hmm. I, I used to. I, I was stationed with a guy in Korea, and I'm not going to mention his name, but um, his his thing was he always assumed that the worst shit was going to happen. He was one of those guys in his house. He had a gun hidden in every room. Wow. He had a uh, he had a he he was single, didn't have a kid. No, no. But as far as I know, I don't ever. He's close to my. He's two years older than I'm. Fifty four, so he's fifty six. And uh, he had a um, one of those oh shit closets in each room of his house. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you know. And 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 he 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 talked about when he pulled into a parking lot, he would park the furthest away so nobody was around him. He would sit in a restaurant, and we and, and I noticed this. We'd go down to Weijianbu City and go to bars and go to clubs and stuff like that. We would get in a corner booth, and he'd have his back against the wall. I mean, he <laughs> was just one of the. I mean, he wasn't overly. I mean, you know, he. I mean, you say things like that, and you think this son of a bitch was crazy. I mean, yeah. to a certain degree, we all are. But I mean, yes, he lived that, but not. I mean. It was just, you know, and, and I get that part of it, but and I'm not 100% sure I'm that bad about it, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, being safe is not a, you know, be safe is not a bad thing to ask or if you're yeah, okay, absolutely. you know. But I, I, I want to take the, Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time out and spending the better part of an hour with yeah, us. Thanks for shit. And it, it, was, it was amazing. And, and, and can you tell our folks how they can get your, how they can purchase, how they consume your music? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's available on any streaming platform at all. Just look up Unalesca or the Amalgamation of Human Apathy, which that's a mouthful. So just probably Unalesca is a little bit easier. But um, I also, my website, unalescamusic.com, will take you to every single one of my socials and more. So uh, unalescamusic.com if you want to check it out. And even if you just stream it once, I appreciate it. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, listen to it. I mean, if you like music, it's great. Like, yeah, exactly. Take the time. It's. Let's be honest. You're not that goddamn busy. Take the time, listen to it, <laughs> purchase it, buy it. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm probably going to be band camping that bad boy. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm every time I say, every time I find a, a, a new band or a new musician, the neighbors know too. 
So, <laughs> you know, I put the, I, I put those, I put those, uh, those Bose Acoustamass fives to their, to their workout. Um, but anyway, again, man. And once again, emphasize, cause we bring it up all the time We're we're not supported by Bandcamp. No, we not just at really all. like the platform. It's, just a, it's an awesome platform. I mean, you can, no, it's I mean, great. I've used it for over a decade at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can, I, and I love the ability to get the different music formats The I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, those, those mass, I love those for whatever you have a hard drive or nothing but those massive flack files and all those other ones it's just kind of cool and but it but you listen to them on a record player it's not that deal but anyway thank you again man for taking the time and, and, and this will be we'll record this today this will be be out on tuesday usually about 6 or 6 a.m provided the guy who does our mixing camera can get everything done and <laughs> taken care of um uh, thanks for brady cam thank you guys um first and i do want to mention I do love Arkansas, by the way. I knew I threw some some dirt that way. Um, I went to college there by choice. I love Arkansas. I don't want to diss any of our good friends and family there. They all know I'm talking shit. Um, unless anybody's got anything else they want to say, are we gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a stamp on this, folks? Yeah, no, I'm good. All right, perfect. Thank you, folks. Thank you for our listeners taking the time to listen to us. And as always, never make excuses for the music you listen to or the people you love. Thanks.